0: On the next episode of Sip Suds, and Smokes.
1: Today we're discussing all things Fuente. 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 Fuente, Fuente. is one of the oldest and most renowned brands in the industry. Always a great smoke for me, and definitely worth trying if you have not. For this segment, we went through a five-pack of our two of Fuentes. Fuente makes a ton of cigars, oh and God, we really narrowed cigars. this down.
2: Fuente, yeah. Fuente, 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 Fuente. Yeah. No, um, that's right.
1: That's right. So we started, we got the uh, double chateau and the single chateau.
2: Don't go googling single chateau. Yeah, don't not, do, don't, don't, that. don't, do, don't that. do that. Don't, don't do, do that. Don't do
1: that. Yeah. We had the 858 natural, which is one of my personal faves. Yeah, we had the Queen Bee and then we had the Churchill.
2: Winston.
0: Good lineup. Yeah.
2: We'll be right back after this
0: break. Almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Cause that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smokin' host the good old boys.
1: Hey man, got a light? It's time for smokes. Welcome to the smokes episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. Today, our hosts are good old boy Barger.
0: Hello, good old boy Mike. Yep, I'm still here in spite of the massive protests from the uh, Canadians. <laughs> good old boy Drew.
2: The Canadian geese
0: the mounties i hear about
2: about them honking so i I figured it was (laughs) today there's a lot
0: of crap involved that's (laughs) right
1: (laughs) and go boy justin good morning eh? this is our smoke segments where we talk about all cigar about cigars and well everything that's smoked here's what we're going to discuss in the segment Today, we're discussing all things Fuente. 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 Fuente is one of the oldest and most renowned brands in the industry. Always a great smoke for me
0: and definitely worth trying if you have not. If Who's not? Seriously, at this point.
1: I mean, you'd be surprised.
0: All right. I don't know if I could be friends with somebody that's never smoked a Fuente. Well, I mean,
2: maybe, maybe they're a cigar newbie.
1: They could be. For Are me. you a cigar newbie? Fret not. We've got you covered on our cigar 101 on one episodes where all of the cigar speak will be decoded. Just search for Sip Suds and Smoke Cigar 101. What's your girth, man? And learn your girth. From that episode should pop right up and follow the link for our show notes and quote from the website below. So today I wanted to start with a little quote from Carlos Fuente. He says from the beginning, f- from the very beginning, the focus of making a Fuente cigar was quality tobacco quality craftsmanship and taking the time necessary to truly make remarkable cigar we don't hurry things we just do things the way they are supposed to be done carlos fuente
0: hmm. michael scott needs more rum
1: yeah <laughs> for sure i just think like that doing things the way they're supposed to be done mm-hmm. yeah you know so today good old boy mike gets
0: the honors of going over our smokes ratings. Mike, take it away. Okay, I'm going to be using my Cuban accent for this because I, I like, um, you know, we're talking about cigars that could be from Cuba. So See? I am going to be using my Cuba accent for this. So Please don't kill us. We don't send the hate mail right away. Okay, so uh, we're going to be smoking and discussing these cigars and writing them with our sips out and smoke, smoke, rating, plus our signature sounds. Not their farts this time, Drew. Okay. Sorry. All right, man. I'm going to tell you. So uh, I can tell that Justin, he feeling very uncomfortable with my Cuban accent. <laughs> 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 because he think I have a, a Cuban accent that he don't know to hear before. So he is closer
2: to the Cubans. Yeah, I know.
0: He, he is. You're talking about some part of Cuba I've never been to, man. He's probably been to, man. <laughs> he, he had a client, this morning he was probably from Cuba. So here we go. So I, I smoked the one. This sucked even before it was lit. I hate that when it happens, man. <laughs> you know, I, I go and smoke something, it, it sucks even before I, I tell you, smokes it too. But we really don't have to like this three times, do we? <laughs> not one, not two, but. But three times. Yeah, no, one of those, but three times. That's like right. tres leches? Yeah, right. So, mm. smokes for, Cool, <laughs> man. Very nice. Now, nah, just go away so I can enjoy this. <laughs> Thank you. I flunked every dialect coach that I've ever had. So. You're, f- you're
1: flunking this one too. Yes, so. <laughs> I'm sure.
0: There are there's a whole crew of people going. Please don't do that ever again. I, I would really appreciate it. band Yes,
2: <laughs> once,
0: absolutely. Once yes. Well, Banned. for this once uh, again,
1: for this segment, we we went through a five pack of our two El Fuente's, and
0: Drew was going to take away the first two. Readings. Well, let's, let's tell them all the cigars that are in a sampler pack that we okay. had here. Yeah, yeah, it was the, so a lot
2: of cigars. Yeah, I mean
0: because was. Fuente makes a ton of cigars, oh and God, we they really narrowed this down. Fuente,
2: Fuente, 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 Fuente. Fuente. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right.
1: That's right. So we started. We got the uh, Double Chateau and the Single Chateau.
2: Don't go googling Single Chateau. Don't not, do don't that. Don't do that. Don't, don't
1: do, that. do that. Yeah. We had the Eight Five Eight Natural, which is one of my personal faves. Yeah. We had the Queen Bee. And then we had the Churchill. Winston. Cool. Good lineup. Yeah. Although we're not opposed to them sending us some sharks or Opus X's. Opus. <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: I, I wouldn't mind reviewing those. Um, so I am. Uh, I say We all smoked all of them, but uh, I personally uh, preferred, actually, probably my favorite smoke of the bunch was the Double Chateau. Uh, at a girth of 50, because you know, that's Show important. Show me a girth. You know, although say 50. Is it? it should the shingles strato be 25? Like, you know, just a little. Because it's half. Yeah, yeah I, I, it. I don't know. But uh, six and seven tenths inches. My you head know, hurts.
0: Couldn't, couldn't <laughs> give me the extra
2: three tenths of there. You know an there was
0: going to be math today, man. <laughs> uh. Stop
2: cutting man. It's a Dominican binder and filler and a Connecticut wrapper. Um, You know, the uh, notes from Fuente is that it's smooth-bodied. They're uh, surrounded by their uh, beautiful light Connecticut wrapper. A long and steady burn with an excellent draw. Well, I have some thoughts on that. Consistent flavor throughout. Every cigar made under their brand is, yes, all of the marketing things. Um, They say that it goes great with a light lager or pilsner during the day. Or with your morning roast of Colombian coffee, yeah, but
1: who's got two hours during a workday to pound some beers and drink? You know,
2: maybe you're in the wrong industry. I, tech, I, I might. I'm. Are you not a tech bro? Hey,
1: bro? listen, listen, listen. <laughs> we don't need to know what you can do down there. Okay,
2: <laughs> Florida's different, right? Florida man. Florida man chiming in. No. Um. So, I, I had some issues. I, I alluded to with the draw on both of these cigars. Um. I don't know about. You guys, uh, no
0: problem, man. (laughs) I didn't have that.
2: (laughs) You know, it it was it was a chore, uh, which is not something I typically get from Arturo Fuente, and you know, I wanted to love them. I was probably the low man on both of these from uh, from our combined ratings, but uh, it was a solid smoke, some some mild nuttiness, uh, uh, you know, light oaky, uh, you know, sort of tannic, drying astringency, you know, through the first third say middle third it warmed up um i got some more caramel and vanilla frankly in both of them but a little heavier in the in the double chateau um and then in the finish i actually ended up having to to put out the single chateau because it just it went out so many times and i i mean i was just wow. mas- i was massaging it oh, man. like i gave that girth so much attention oh, like man. i was jealous huh so you know, I, I, I'm i curious as to what our, our trio
1: has about. I, I like the Double Chateau, but the Single Chateau just didn't
0: have any flavor for me. Well, I think thing with the uh, Single Chateau that uh, was just as I was getting into the cigar, it was over. It was done. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that it was just, you know, that, you know, size. Um, I, I've, I probably smoked the Double Chateau almost exclusively almost for about five years on the and golf so, course uh, yeah you name it i <laughs> that was just my go-to scar i love the packaging you know on uh the chateau Fair. and the double chateau look i'm sorry but it looks gorgeous sitting in the it box does, it's it fresh. does there's a cedar wrap on it classy it's a, very yeah. classy you know packaging you know around it and i just it's a uh, hint of elegance yes you know um Fuente style, and, That's right. and so I, you know, I knew what I was getting into for the double for sure, but but I'd not had you know just the regular Chateau, you know, in in some size in in some time. I think because probably if, at least for the Fuente line, if I were probably going for you know the robusto, I'd probably be having something like the you know short story. Um, oh the shorts yeah. are so good oh uh, yeah. yeah i would probably be why going, wasn't it in this lineup i don't you know <laughs> who, who made the lineup Talk to cars. Yes. Uh, yeah who you did know? this this, yeah. is, this is unacceptable <laughs> right yeah i'm gonna fire myself <laughs> so uh but you know i i really i was surprised that i was just starting to enjoy the chateau when i was like crap it's going into the band you know and, yeah. and i just but at the same time i mean as soon as i I put my lips on, you know, either one of them. I was like, oh, oh, this is that Connecticut wrapper that I love so much. And, you know, it's just that that hint of cedar just wafting over, you know, when I first lit it. I was like, oh, man, this is like a warm blanket to me that I haven't had in, you know, quite some time. So I just, I didn't have any of those, you know, construction issues, you know, that you mentioned. Um, And I haven't had... Those problems with any of the Fuente, um, you know, Chateau series. So I was that, shocked. I, I was shocked. I know, and look, it happens. And I'm gonna. I mean, it's it's not to say Only that it didn't happen know. with one of the things. I here. mean,
2: <laughs> do you have performance issues? <laughs>
0: you know, look, <laughs> there's a clinic. I to, have, to have trouble keeping. I it have a it. nice, even burn and draw. Yeah, I should like a, <laughs> should be like a t-shirt, you know. For me. <laughs> So Justin, I have a good flavor profile, <laughs> Justin. Can I can I double my bill rate because I have a nice even burn and draw? <laughs> so, I'll prove that. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Uh, what you what do you think uh, of the chateaus, Justin? So the double chateau was beautiful. That
3: thing had such a good burn; it could have smoked itself. The single chateau, I was wondering if my COVID came back because it was pretty flat. I
1: started to doubt my smoking. Yeah.
3: But um it was well constructed.
1: No, I got that too from the single chateau, just no flavor at all.
2: I I I I thought there was flavor to the single chateau, it just
1: I started and finished it and I didn't get a bit. And we'll be back. Hey, welcome back to Smokes Episode. I'm good old boy Barger, and today we're going over the Fuente line. Or what we got from Fuente. <laughs> yeah. Cool. A cool setup. Yeah. So, Drew, you were saying about the chateau No, no, no. Justin just- was oh, pontificating.
2: Justin. I was finished saying.
0: I'll
1: wear
2: name tags next week for you, Barker.
3: Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> hard of seeing. I, I would definitely pair the double chateau with golf because the thing won't go out, which is great when huh. you're
2: golfing, especially on a windy day. See, Drew? Well, I, will. <laughs> I had that experience too. Mine wouldn't so go out. The single chateau was the one that I had to relight multiple Were times. Were you blowing into it tennis. instead of drawing off <laughs> yeah, the single the, chateau the double.
3: tennis? because you going to smoke play, it backwards.
2: <laughs>
3: it's going to go out and then you just play another set and then relight it. It's fine.
2: The double chateau didn't go out on me. It just was work to draw, you know? And I was like, did it go out? Nope, nope, no, it didn't go out. All right, cool. I, you know, I just, I. I didn't know that I had those muscles.
1: Well,
2: it's
3: like a
1: filler problem. Yeah, it does. So next we're going to go over the 858 natural. Our our ratings for the uh, Chateau. Oh, I thought we did that.
2: No, no, no. no. I I, I hinted at it before we we finished. So for the double Chateau, we rated that a three. (laughs) And despite the issues with the draw, it was delicious. And then the single Chateau, we did a two. (coughs)
1: <coughs> number two number two so next up is the 858 natural and we got a little bit to, to say on this and uh, i think good old boy mike's gonna take it
0: away yes uh, also known as rob today because this barger was typing this up that's right he couldn't so, my name. i'm so bad so with your, names you type i'm rob so bad well, i, I think rob. you have
2: to stay in the cuban like, accent now and your name is roberto uh, it. Roberto, it's,
0: will you tell us I about this look like a rob to you, <laughs> <laughs> you know? all right so the 858 natural uh here's some um some things about this cigar i'm gonna read some some background about this so it's about five minutes long but it's really worthwhile so the the this is a girth of 47 a size of six inches. The binder is from Dominican. The filler's Dominican. And the wrapper is from Cameroon. Cameroon. So we're going to get to talk all about that. So, listen, it it all started from the steadfast vision of skill of the founder Arturo, a man who lived with the tobacco leaf so devoutly that he would continue even after a fire devastated his 500-employee strong factory in 1924. He returned to Tampa from a trip procuring Cuban tobacco, he would be confronted with the news, and it was deemed a complete loss. The patriarch would save for the following 22 years straight to pay off the debts incurred by the fire. While doing so, he was immersing his sons, Arturo Jr. and Carlos, in the art of tussidor, um, which is a roller, basically. Um, or uh, actually, uh, they've both- be
1: confused with the luchador.
0: Okay. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> I don't know. Domingo, Domingo, Domingo. <laughs> yeah. His eyes are flinching. It was it was really set, you know, everything up for his, his uh, sons. With well, the debts completely paid in 1946, it would mark the relaunch of the Arturo Fuente brand. Run from the back of their home, each member of the family would undertake rolling of cigars, establishing a foundational ethos of legacy and pride in the product. That lives on to this day. And in 1956, Arturo Fuente and company was passed onto the ambitious Carlos. He would astutely steer the company through the choppy waters of the Cuban Revolution. As legend has it, Carlos was actually visiting Cuba in 1962, a tender political time when rumors were rife about the possible U.S. embargo across the island nation. Following his gut, he savagely purchased as many tobacco bales as he could get his hands on. Unlike his father 38 years earlier, Carlos returned to Florida triumphant. It was just like JFK snagging 1,200 petite Upmans before announcing the embargo. <laughs> he returned. He, he slid dog. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get that in the history books, did we? He returned. Hang on a second. Guys, my, I, I got an order on the way. Then you can move the warships in, okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so he returned with a three-year supply of Cuban tobacco. With an incredible competitive edge, Arturo Fuente and company were back in the driver's seat. Tampa's aficionados abandoned their brand loyalties to get their hands on the only Cubans left in town. Not resting on their laurels, Carlos knew that this was a tender time of reinvention for the brand as well. And the Cuban stock brought him time to innovate a new defining blend. Navigating the tumultuous post-Cuban U.S. cigar market required bold moves the Terrans of Nicaragua, Colombia, and Puerto Rico were all scouted. In 1973, Arturo Fuente died at the age of 85. Commemorating the passing of the Patriarch, Carlos introduced the Florfina 858 in the honor of his father, and the Perro sized cigar 47 by 152, released in 1975, was a favorite rolling size of the Patriarch and one Carlos would often practice while learning the ropes from Arturo, rolling as a young tossador. The cigar features an African Cameroon wrapper, which was absolutely completely novel in the time, and unlike anything done by the brand before, Carlos is quoted as describing the discovery of the Cameroonian wrapper as the best in the world. Like a loose woman, she's sweet, and will get along with anybody. Lauding its characteristics, Carlos identified a hint of the sweetness that lent himself very well to the medium, and full-bodied blends. Cameroonian tobacco is notable for its toothy appearance, on account of the bumps and the wrapper that are, in fact, flavor-placked, fla- <laughs> flavor-packed pockets. Flavor afford. plaque?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody <clears throat> talked to a dentist.
0: Can we get a plankton in here? You know, I can only harass Dave <laughs> so much. <laughs> 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 the mariful family uh, sources the uh, African tobacco, standardizing it to this unique method of cultivation, including open sunlight with the invention of modern amenities and irrigation systems. And this production style makes it one of the rarest leaves in the world. In a perfect commemoration to his father, the 8-5 hit, hit all the right notes, becoming the brand's most popular vitola. The Fuentes demographic now expanded beyond the Cuban communities of Miami to Tampa, and New Jersey. The extent of the 858's legacy cannot be overstated. It's commemorated not only the passing of a great man, but a bold new direction. As a sort of successor to the 858, the Hemingway series would affirm Fuente's longevity. The series went on to revive the old double Figueroa style of the 19th and early 20th century, a lost art resurrected, perhaps an homage to the family's proud Cuban roots. With all these roads putting in the Florafina eight five eight, it felt only natural that my immersion into the world of Arturo Fuente would start with this stick, and it did. You know, um, this was one of the very first, uh, you know, Fuentes beyond the curly head. Uh-huh. You know that I had. Um, we're not reviewing the curly head today, no. but um, and I've really bought the curly head primarily because of. Uh, Price. I mean, they were like a buck and a quarter, you know. Yeah. And but I really uh sat down and got to enjoy, you know, the eight five eight just as you know, very early on. And I have to say that that set a frame of reference for me, saying when somebody says, "Have you enjoyed a cigar?" That is where my brain is yeah. absolutely aligned. Started. You know, straight yeah. to you. Yep.
1: I started on the eight five eight sun grounds before I went to the eight five eight. Wow, that's, natural.
0: Yeah. That's starting you know, off on a, a really good fit. It's the first amazing. one I ever had
2: was the Double Chateau, personally. Here's yeah.
0: a couple of notes that I wrote down. Um, it was kind of spicy up front. Um, the first ash actually opened up the flavor, and that mild leather and tobacco, hints of white pepper, the Cameroon wrapper is giving up that sweet aroma. In the middle, it actually got bigger for me with these earthy elements now saturating the sweetness of the wrapper. And this can hang out with me all day long mm-hmm. the third part actually you know came back and that white pepper said hello and i am here to reassert myself oh yeah um, so you know it it just it was a really great you know journey you know really coming back around to this and every time you know i was coming across you know that moment with the cameroon rapper i was just going wow okay you know Uh, It had been a while since I'd had this, and I'm like, I really am digging, you know, that wrapper for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that wrapper really brings the room together. Man, it just, the overall flavor profile, the, the, the lingering smell, even after you're done, it's just like, man, that cigar was awesome.
0: Yeah, you know, I think one of the questions that I went searching for was, I wonder if that choice of going with a camera and wrapper was simply because they were struggling from necessity. You, you versus. Know, it was, yeah, it was like, you know, all of a sudden your supply line is cut off, well, you know, and instead of chasing down to say, we have to get this wrapper and we have to go yeah. all Cuban leaf, you know, right. do they just go, you know what? It's time for us to look outside of Cuba. There are really great yeah. tobacco leaves that are made in other parts of the world and I wonder if this was just a latent idea that was just waiting for an excuse to come around. Right. Or if it was done out of necessity to say, I can buy these wrappers at a tenth of the price that I can, you know, drag yeah. these Cubans around. And I really think that, you know, it's stepping up the player. I really wonder kind of what that, you the know, mentality, Competition now. entering
2: the market at the yeah. around the same time I'll, as tell well.
1: you, I'll tell you what I like the most about it, the size. The 47-inch girth. You it wasn't know? too large. It it, 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 it it burns well, and it stays burning well throughout the entirety of the cigar. Did somebody mention girth? Yeah. Today, we're going to be demonstrating how to measure girth. Girth is a very important measurement when determining sizes. First, take your tape measure, place it at the center of the shoulder, bring it down through the crotch, hello, and back up again, making sure it's going over the widest part.
2: Mm.
1: I wonder what the widest part is. Mm. Yes. Is that
2: subjective or objective?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that hourly rate? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so overall, you guys want to, what's our smokes rating on that?
0: Our uh, smokes rating for uh, the um, 858 is going to be a three. <laughs> that was around the board. And thanks for sharing that story
1: with us that's a great story
0: it really was and and i you know knew an awful lot about the 858 and and i didn't i didn't know that that storyline had gone down you know where he was basically seeing what was in front of him and managed to basically corner the market and bringing everything back into Ebor city and um I'm sure that there are some people around that were, you know, a part of that storyline, you know, in Ebor still today. You know, I'd, I'd really sit and be, talk with them. I oh, would, gosh, yeah. So I, so I would really enjoy that yeah. conversation to go, you know, when you first, you know, when. What was
2: it, it like? When I had to you do that Cameron
0: wrapper and said, you know, you have not worked with this before. This is what we're going to. I mean, what was your first reaction going, uh, no, this is not going to be a real Cuban cigar? You're right, right it's not. You know, we're going to create something that's actually better than what we would be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So,
2: was this your first introduction to Cameroonian wrapper in just a general? Like when you had this cigar, you mentioned that you had it early.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, yes. uh, I had not had a Cameroon wrapper uh, prior to having the 858. So, this, this probably was the first time not when i smoked it this time but when you know well, probably yeah, you know, yeah, like long long yeah. time. ago 18 20 no, years just, ago just yeah. curious i don't remember i remember having some maduros you know before that mm-hmm. um and it was definitely probably very partial to the connecticut um you know rappers at the time and and a lot of it you know i had been smoking the curly heads and you know the the double chateaus at the time and when somebody handed me, you know, the Hemingway, you know, going, this is this is the bomb, Mike. You know, this is yeah. this is going to be, okay. you know, the next step kind of in this journey. So, yeah.
1: Well, cool. Well, thank you for that. <clears throat> and uh, good old boy Justin is going to read about the Queen Bee. The Queen
3: Bee. It's got a girth of 50. Mm, girth. Five and a half inches long. It's, about the top it's got a Dominican binder and filler and the wrapper is Ecuadorian sun-grown. The Chateau Fuente Queen Bee Bellicoso sun-grown is an extremely popular small-batch cigar. The Chateau Fuente Queen Bee is blended from some of the finest Dominican long fillers ever produced and capped with a deep red Ecuadorian rosado wrapper. The Chateau Fuente Queen Bee is a sophisticated medium full-bodied smoke, with notes of coffee, leather, and spice. Not Love the way he hurls not. his house. I just hums. want to know
1: how much leather somebody has to taste before they say, that tastes like leather. That's a mm, good don't question. kink shame, Barger. Hey, man. I'm at at not least a quarter shame.
3: leather taste. Yeah. So I, I like this stick a lot. One, because you'd get right into the flavors. It's a good, like, 25-minute smoke. And you really feel satisfied when you're done. Yeah. It's like a high-fiber smoke. That's what...
1: Yeah. No, I I feel the same way, Justin. I I thoroughly enjoyed the Queen Bee. I thought it was a little spice bomb. And it was like, you know, like a little M80 firecracker.
2: Hot Honey was what I kept thinking of. Mm. Maybe it was just the name or because Hot Honey is like everywhere in my life and pantry and diet right now. But...
0: Well, some of my own uh, notes here is very earthy up front, and uh, so I can see it kind of taking on a bit of spice, you know, like you mentioned there, Barger. But it was Drew saying the word honey, because the thing in the midpoint that I kept on running into was like this light tropical fruit, Mm -hmm. like a lemon and a pineapple. For me, it was was like, like, where did that come from? Orange
2: blossom honey. That's what it reminded me of. Um, It was more clover up front, you know. As you mentioned, it was a little more earthy, but as it warmed, it just went into this really nice honeyed sweetness for me. Just
0: if you had watched me while I was smoking this, I would just had this very strange reaction, like, "Wait, whoa, what's going on here?" Because it just was such a dramatic shift from the front end, you know, that that was very earthy, and Mm -hmm. then it was almost like kind of like walking through a field and all of a sudden you're in the middle of like an orange grove you know it's just you know the aroma is just you know kind of overwhelming you know it was, and then it went away and then it got very woody yeah. very very woody see you know, i liked it end. when it gets
1: woody at the end because hmm. it just
0: mellows out nice yeah i this was i wasn't a huge fan you know of this one i you know i would not had this one um probably in a long time, or if ever. And I just I don't know. I didn't I wasn't a big fan of this.
2: It
1: happens.
0: Yep.
2: I didn't remember having this one before, but you know, I, I enjoyed it all the way up until getting to the very last bit personally. It just yeah.
1: Well what was our smokes rating on that, Justin? I think we
3: gave this one a two. <coughs>
1: <coughs> yeah. I still I, st- I still like it. I st- even though we give it a two, I I, I would smoke another one. Mm.
2: I wouldn't turn it down. I would definitely sure. smoke
1: another no, one. Not I. Yeah, I would do it again.
2: I'm curious if, if maybe the finish on it was just the stick I had, although, you know, from well, listening to Mike's interpretation, I don't know. See, I know. think
1: I, well, we're going to talk about pairing in a, in, a, in a second, but what I paired mine with really brought it out for me. Ah. Yeah. It is a, a whole experience so to speak. It is. It is. So, our next cigar on the list is the Churchill. Uh, With a girth size of 48, with a size of seven and a half inches. A binder and filler are both Dominican, with a Cameroon wrapper.
2: More of that Cameroonian wrapper.
1: That's right. It's so delicious. So the notes we have are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic. The Arturo Fuente Churchill natural cigar is composed of the Fuente family's world-renowned Dominican filler and binder, which gives us a medium body smoke, cloaked in smooth, sweet, Cameroon wrapper. This cigar gives a long, steady burn with an excellent draw, which is fantastic because it delivers a consistent flavor throughout the entire time smoking, so we can enjoy every second of this wonderful taste.
2: Consistency and flavor.
1: Consistency is correct. That is right. Uh, I liked this cigar. I really didn't have anything bad to say about it. What I did say about it, is that it was very bold and spicy off the front, off the light. Um, and the first third down, it was a flavor bomb. Halfway, it mellows out nicely, but it finished to be a strong, good cigar. Interesting. Was that consistent then? It was very consistent.
0: Yeah, that was definitely uh, one word that I would use. So we're going to
1: take a break right now and come back after our sponsors. Welcome back. Ah. To the smoke show, you scared me. Well, we're discussing everything smokes related and what we enjoy doing with our lives today. We're discussing Arturo Fuente, which is one of the powerhouses of the cigar industry, one of the oldest out there. Uh, anywho, we just got done discussing the Churchill,
0: so now I want to bring it into a little bit different. Well, so. Uh, we didn't. So, there's a lot of things about the Churchill. Oh, yeah. Let's talk, talk about, about it. Let's so, talk about it. Yeah. So, I guess the one thing I always have every time I pick up a Churchill size is these long, slow, deep breaths. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, this can take me for four hours to smoke this thing, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, it's a really. I think seven it's a and big, a half c- inches as long it's, you know did it did it take you four hours it took me about an hour an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes you know to have it this time and i have to say that i probably don't smoke churchills on the regular just because of the amount of time time investment involved. exactly and i don't know there's something that creeps into my head going there is no way that i'm really going to enjoy this cigar past the midpoint it's yeah, just get that. not going to happen because, you know, I'm just going to keep on drawing it in, drawing it in, and it's just going to get, you know, stankier and stankier. You agree with day. that, Justin? Yeah. I
3: love Churchill's because I absolutely have nothing better to do than smoke sticks on yeah. the golf
1: course. You mean fair?
3: Or,
2: or in my backyard? Well,
1: while while billable hours.
2: Yeah. Well, with bill anyway. Ah, you know. gotcha. I knew I got into the wrong wrong occupation
3: yes that's true yeah We're just thinking about your case here's the bill
1: <laughs> right, correct <laughs> they really help with the thinking process don't they i don't even
3: have they to do. think i
2: just
1: clears pill. the mind <laughs> i'll tell you man i might have it's been meditation. thinking about your case I, here's i the bill. smoked half of these porn over blueprints I,
2: I actually was pleasantly surprised by this um i don't normally go for churchills either i think uh, it's weird everyone i talk to doesn't yeah. they're like oh i don't normally smoke churchills so why don't why do they keep making them?
1: I, I purposefully overlook them unless someone gives me one. I, I mean, Justin says yeah. he, he likes no, them, I'm,
2: but I'm, I think
3: I'm queuing the average over. They make them for me. Yeah, fair
0: enough.
2: Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Well, and and I like the word that Barger used earlier, which was it was very consistent, and that was the yeah. thing that I really found myself, you know, with the with the Fuente Churchill. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I mean almost up to the band, you know. I smoked it to a nub. And I did as well. I was like, okay, this thing is just yeah. not going to waver. I mean, mm-hmm. it just maybe for the fir- up to the first ash, you know, it kind of, you know, waned a bit. But after that first ash, I was like, okay, game on. It's gonna be like this, you know, the whole way. Yeah.
2: The only thing that surprised me out of all this, other than that I enjoyed it as much as I did, was that it actually I made it through it in 45 minutes. Wow. Like, it was the easiest draw of everything wow. I grabbed. Wow, you were oh, awesome. way, I man. wasn't fast.
0: really... And with no canoeing? No wow.
2: canoeing. Wow. No canoeing, no oh, banjos, okay. you know, no nothing. It just, I mean... <laughs> did
1: you I, chew half of it? Or? <laughs> no.
2: I mean, it was hanging out of the side of my mouth while I was driving home from work. What were you doing? Work, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, it, it burned really fast. It did burned really commute? consistently. It did. But really fast. Wow. So... You know, I again, I wasn't doing a chimney impression, but
0: oh man, there's no way.
1: It took me like an hour and a half because I let it cool. I'll, uh, I'll I'll smoke it halfway and then I'll set it down for about five minutes, <clears throat> and then I'll pick it right back up, and the thing's still lit. Yeah, I I don't have to work on it. I
0: that, could not. Even, that was a thing that yeah. I, yeah, I had to get up to go to the can, and you know, there's nothing worse than. You walk away for yep. two or three minutes and it just, you know, Goes out. It, something, nope, just poof, not this Churchill. I came back to it. I was like, it was still sitting there, you yeah. know, and all I did is take, you know, a couple of draws and boom, it was right back on. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I set mine down, made my rounds around my job site and
1: was like, well, this thing's still lit. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to uh, ask everybody.
0: Our, our a, smokes rating. Oh, I thought we for, did that for the Churchill. It's going to be a three.
1: Smoke's writing for a three.
0: <laughs> All right. Barger, so, you had some follow-up questions here.
1: Well, I just wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions. So I want to know what you guys paired with them and how it was.
2: Well, I guess I'll start because, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, I had, with most of my Fuentes, actually a light Pilsner beer. Um, local brewery does a Czech-style Pilsner that's uh, out right now, and I picked up a case and have been slowly working my way through them. I enjoyed all of the Fuentes with the Pilsners. Um, you know, just a nice crisp finish paired very well with, you know, the entire rainbow of flavors that I experienced with this
1: set. You'd be surprised how that Christmas of that beer... Will change the flavor of that cigar on your, on your taste buds.
0: Well, that's what I was worried about yeah. when we were talking about the queen bee and that you know that light tropical fruit thing was kind of coming in because um, I had actually selected a rye um, whiskey that uh-huh. I was enjoying with it, and I was afraid that all that sweetness was coming from the rye, you know, whiskey itself. And I actually stopped drinking the whiskey for a little bit, you know, and I was like and actually clean my palate, and I was like, I, I, it was still sweet. I really want to make sure that no, that was yeah. part of the cigar that, and bam, it was. So, I got the
2: sweetness with a, with a Chris Pilsner. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so
0: yeah, that was one thing that, you know, um, I didn't particularly enjoy that rye whiskey, you know, with, with the queen bee. Um, I, but definitely, you know, the, having the, the double Chateau, I actually went back to, um, I just have this thing when I'm grabbing a Connecticut wrapper that I just reach for Old Fitz. Um, oh yeah, you know, that's a good pour. And I'd actually, you know, pulled um, the uh, pre-fire, you know, uh, Old Fitzgerald Uh-oh. Look at to you. enjoy with it. And uh, from the back shelf. You know, it's just uh, uh, there's something that that kind of marries up really well because, I mean. Normally, I would say it's it's like vanilla on vanilla, you uh-huh. know, because there's a creaminess to that weeder, and it just, you know, it's pouring more sugar on top of, you know, the Connecticut wrapper that already is kind of fairly right. sweet. And, you know, so, but I don't know, there's something about the combo of, you know, th- those two things that just really work well. I, I don't know if it was just uh, the hint of the cedar was just really. It was creating this wonderful effect in my mouth. Did you I use just, the cedar to light it? Um, I did for the double Chateau. Okay. I did it for the Chateau. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, somebody's going to hand me a cedar split. Yeah, I'm going to be using that yeah. bad
2: boy to light. That does spark an interesting philosophical question, sort of as a follow-up to the whole pairing discussion in general. Um, Do you normally pair things that are similar in flavor profile, or do you try to pair things that are more opposite?
0: I have to say I'm usually contrasting, and when I talk about some of the beer choices that I made with Churchill... um, A lot of the bad choices? No, they were both really good (laughs) and completely different. So I was... um, with the Churchill, I sat down and actually had a Bell's Brewery Hop Slam. Oh, I love which, that beer. Yeah, which oh. kind of has I can't this, drink it anymore though. You know, it, it's so it's, sweet. it's hoppy, but it's kind of it has this sweet you know kind of hint over to it with the honey. And you know, I uh, this was a fresh release really seasonal you know Hop Slam that I had, and um, so you know, I I kind of tasted the beer before I actually lit you know the Churchill. And then I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm enjoying the, you know, the front half, you know, of that cigar, you know, with the slam I'm like, man, this is really working well. I would not have thought that that had been the case. And part of it is I just, you know, I think the slam was just, an, a, a, it's a really great beer. You it's know? a bit powerful a in base. flavor as well, too. But it's not overtly hoppy to the point where you're like, it's just going to obliterate anything going Within
2: on. Within itself, it's super Unless balanced.
0: it's like fresh, fresh.
2: Yep. If it's
1: fresh, fresh, it will definitely over. Here in
2: Tennessee, we're not getting it fresh.
0: Well, the fresh, back yeah. half of the Churchill actually paired with a uh, stout from Highwire called Five W Forty, and a- uh, you know. It's a, it's a really interesting you know I think it's a coffee stout if I remember right they
2: do a whole series yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I think the one I had was a coffee stout and I was really concerned I'm like I don't want something that is going to be some pastry stout or some giant sugary thing that's going to come in and invade Adjuncts, all the way right. down I wanted something that was going to be you know fairly straight up and I was sitting there enjoying the, you know the from the midpoint you know with the stout going this is really working I'm surprised I've i took a you know a double ipa and that worked well and now i have this really good coffee stout and i'm like both of these are really working well you know yeah. with this churchill aperitif digestif with the churchill get to that point i, I actually Shut paired up. the churchill with hot chocolate
1: huh interesting yeah and it was awesome yeah
2: many marshmallows or no many marshmallows, no
1: marshmallows. i don't do marshmallows I'm weird. I,
2: know. <laughs> I was about to say, isn't that sort of half the point? I was about to say. Chocolate? It's hot chocolate, man. Was it Swiss mist? It's or are we, are we talking like real hot chocolate? Real hot Like
0: chocolate. the Swiss mist mixed you know, with uh, water, hot chocolate. Uh, I was at work. Mm-hmm. So, Justin, do you have any interesting pairing options? I like
3: this Churchill with Diet Coke. And the reason why, it's a great palate cleanser. So to see if the flavor changed throughout. It didn't. But I would have known if it did, because Diet
2: Coke. Yeah, because is the aspartame. that the, you've got the right one? <laughs> it, baby? it makes all the
3: chemicals yeah, the go in, in,
1: in and I like clock my carcinogens lined
3: up, yeah. together.
1: No, that aspartame really, really paired well with that arsenic. It you know? sets off the uh,
2: <laughs> the finish, you know, just perfectly. Yeah,
1: just right there, just right there. Do at you it.
2: generally, um, Barger? What about food? Do you ever eat with uh, eat
1: with? So sometimes, Cigars. yeah. Sometimes I'll pair a good steak with a good cigar. You know, those two things can go very hand in hand. Well, or some good cigar chicken is dessert. Then, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, or
2: smoked meats, any kind of smoked meats. Do you smoke the cigar while you're smoking the meat? I can't. After you, I eat
0: can, the well, meat? I cannot smoke and eat. I I I, it, I can't do that. I,
1: I don't smoke and eat, but I'll let the cigar cool while I'm eating, and then I'll pick it right back up as a
2: dessert. See, I will. I will light a cigar if I'm if I'm like. It's nice weather. I'm eating my, you know, dinner on my deck or whatnot outside. When it's time for like cheese plate or something like that, yeah, I will light the cigar because, to Barger's point, you can set it down. You know, you can have a little nibble with some of them. They haven't gone out. With some of them, you're like relighting it and-
0: before or after, but not during. Maybe with one exception. When I'm in fish and chips, I can definitely. You know, keep on pouncing. Is is just hanging out of the corner of your mouth (laughs) while you're you're just just doing the oil? Just the oil of fish on your shirt. Absolutely. People staring in amazement. More more,
2: malt vinegar.
0: More fake
1: British accents just flying all over the place. Karen's (laughs) over in the corner going, This guy's coming to make me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Mate, don't be
0: looking at me while I got my
1: Robusto in my mouth. Should I say something to the manager? This is weird, sir. This is the Shoney's.
0: It's not vinegar. It's malt vinegar.
1: <laughs> it needs the fermentation. Yeah, that's right. Crack. That's one thing I can't do is malt vinegar. Ugh. Really?
0: Gross.
2: Uh, I can't have fish and chips. Got me
0: with it. a spoon. Let's see. Let me write that down. Burger can't be a friend with me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, let's say no. Keep. I malt like the. I like tar- I like the,
1: A
0: good tartar sauce. Burger
2: Bar- right. repellent.
0: Yeah, uh, that's or, right. Why don't you put some white Alabama barbecue sauce on your yeah, at it? Oh, it there?
2: Uh, what's wrong with white barbecue
1: sauce? But I, <laughs> yeah, right. what? A couple of these like other ranch dressing Yeah, I mean, what's I mean, g-
2: just because you don't like mayonnaise doesn't like mean
1: blue that, cheese. <laughs> what's wrong with blue cheese? I can't do it. It's gross. Oh uh, yeah, another question. Oh, I'm sorry. Well yeah. Well, I I, there were some other things that I paired with, like some coffee. I'll pair with coffee in the morning. You know over a good cigar i think i did the 858 with yeah, coffee and I can't it's do so that. Good.
0: yeah so good it's espresso or nothing you know well homies, i mean you know you know it's like i'm sorry but i can't combine cigar and espresso yeah. well, well well i get that because espresso is a little over the top but
2: do you do you not have your you know twist of lemon
0: yes occasionally oh. there you go there you well, go is that
2: a combination of flavor no, i'm sorry i'm sorry
1: but, <laughs> Well, one of the other questions I had for you guys was what stuck out the most to you and what was your favorite stick of the bunch? The 858 eight, All Day. Huh. I'm right there with him. I, I I wholeheartedly agree. But I'll tell you what stuck out was the Queen, queen Bee stuck out the most because I did not expect that little bitty cigar to be such a flavor bomb. Hmm.
2: Buzz, 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 yeah. stinger, something. I will
1: definitely revisit the Queen Bee.
2: I was probably what stuck out the most to me was how much I enjoyed the Churchill. Um, I don't generally enjoy Churchills, so yeah. you know that that surprised me. Um, my favorite stick of the bunch was probably the Double Chateau, uh, even with the issues that I had with the draw. Mm. Um, I just I love that cigar. Like you're. Talking about the 858 is kind of like a warm blanket,
1: you know?
0: You yeah.
2: Know, it's that it was one of the first cigars I ever smoked because it was my dad's favorite cigar. The 858? So, the, the, the double chateau.
0: Oh, double chateau. I think yeah. having the sampler set to me was like a a conversation with, uh, girlfriend from high school that i haven't talked to in a long time you know oh, that, the direction
1: i thought you were going to be that, taking that
0: you were just you know all of a sudden you find yourself going wow you're talking about candy with an eye i'm so glad yes <laughs> you know i, I, I thought I'm, it was candy with I, a cat. i'm glad <laughs> there there was that moment in our life you know that we you know enjoyed the company of each other and and i remember having that that that's that same feeling you know when i was enjoying the double Chateau and, and with the Hemingway eight, five, eight, I just, it was just a moment dialing back to a point in history going, I know why I really enjoyed these cigars back then. And I'm so glad that I just got this one moment to come back and enjoy them. Just, just to say, wow, that those were really great cigars. I enjoyed back then. And they're still really great cigars.
1: Well, that's good. I can envision you on your porch right now with a little boombox and the song on a repeat. And I can't fight this feeling anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thinking, yeah, about ages, you know, mm. thinking about your old
1: Camaro you used to have. T-Tops. <laughs> T-tops. <laughs> T-tops. Firebird. This is a complete waste
0: of talk. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <You know? laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's awesome. No, it's not. <laughs> it's awesome. I think that
2: sucks. I think it
0: sucks. Yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh man! Well, I I think I'm <laughs> the up, huh? If I if I'm gonna have a say, say, it I say I liked them all. They were all okay, and uh, I'm I'm glad we went through this. But we're gonna take a break right now.
0: No, that's no, that's that's the end of our episode, there, Barker. Oh, was it? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought there was a break. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. Do you want me to read the ending?
0: Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I'll get I'll
1: get right on that. <laughs> wow, guys, that was great stuff we're going to wrap up today's smokes episode i want to thank our co-host good old boy justin thank you good old boy
0: mike hey uh thanks for joining us here on sip Sudge, and smoke come back and join us for another less than stellar episode i'll ask you to keep on sipping that's right and then
1: good old boy drew
0: where am i
2: who am
1: i these are all questions that we need to answer and good old boy barger myself thank you guys for having us and bringing us in your homes tonight and your cars and in your personal lives.
0: yes this was not a clothing optional smokes episode by the way (laughs) i didn't get that memo Uh
1: uh-oh whoops i thought it was weird that i was the only one with no clothes on i'm not wearing
0: pants (laughs) you and brent both man what is up with that
2: (laughs) i just like a little breeze about my privates we hope you enjoyed this episode if you're listening to us online do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping.